0: Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and I go through the Bible chapter by chapter, guiding you, even if you've never read the Bible before. Right now, I'm going through the Old Testament. They are the historical accounts of Jesus' ancestors that point to Jesus as the Jewish Messiah, and I'm also planning special articles to help bring the Bible to life. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. First Chronicles 12, when it absolutely makes sense to defect to the other side, when is it time to defect to the other side? When does it make sense? How long does it take for your eyes to be open and realize that you're on the wrong side? What happened to David thousands of years ago can be applied to today's circumstances. It's time to think about it. Let's dig in. First Chronicles 12, warriors defect to David's army. The following men joined David at Ziklag, while he was hiding from Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors who fought beside David in battle. All of them were expert archers and they could shoot arrows or sling stones with their left hand as well as their right. They were all relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Their leader was Ahazer, son of Shema from Gibeah. His brother Joash was second in command. These were the other warriors, and there's names of several guys that I'm not going to say them all, but if you want to click on over to my blog, you can check them all out. Some brave and experienced warriors from the tribe of Gad also defected to David while he was at the stronghold in the wilderness. They were expert with both shield and spear, as fierce as lions and as swift as deer on the mountains. And then there was a list of more guys. Um, These warriors from Gad were army commanders. The weakest among them could take on a hundred regular troops and the strongest could take on a thousand. These were the men who crossed the Jordan River during its seasonal flooding at the beginning of the year and drove out all the people living in the lowlands on both the east and west banks. Others from Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. David went out to meet them and said, if you have come in peace to help me, we are friends. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies when I am innocent, then may the God of our ancestors see it and punish you. And the spirit came upon um, um, Amasai, the leader of the 30, and he said, We are yours, David. We are on your side, son of Jesse. Peace and prosperity be with you and success to all who help you for your God is the one who helps you. So David let them join him, and he made them officers over his troops. Some men from Manasseh defected from the Israelite army and joined David when he set out with the Philistines to fight against Saul. But as it turned out, the Philistine rulers refused to let David and his men go with them. After much discussion, they sent them back, for they said, it will cost us our heads if David switches loyalties to Saul and turns against us. Here is a list of the men from Manasseh, who defected to David as he was returning to Ziklag. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Each commanded a 1,000 troops from the tribe of Manasseh. So that's 7,000 people there. They helped David chase down bands of raiders, for they were all brave and able warriors who became commanders in his army. Day after day, more men joined David until he had a great army like the army of God. These are the numbers of armed warriors who joined David at Hebron. They were all eager to see David become king instead of Saul, just as the Lord had promised. From the tribe of Judah, there were 6,800 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Simeon, there were 7,100 brave warriors. From the tribe of Levi, a priestly tribe even, there were 4,600 warriors. And this included Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, who had 3,700 under his command. This also included Zadok, a brave young warrior with 22 members of his family who were all officers. From the tribe of Benjamin, Saul's relatives, there were 3,000 warriors. Most of the men from Benjamin have remained loyal to Saul until this time. From the tribe of Ephraim, there were Uh, 20,800 brave warriors, each highly respected in his own clan. From the half tribe of Manasseh, west of the Jordan, 18,000 men were designated by name to help David become king. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. From the tribe of Zebulun, there were 50,000 skilled workers. They were fully armed and prepared for battle, completely loyal to David. From the tribe of Naphtali, there were 1,000 officers and 37,000 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Dan, there were 28,600 warriors all prepared for battle. From the tribe of Asher, there were 40,000 trained warriors all prepared for battle. From the east side of the Jordan River, where the tribes of Reuben and Gab and the half-tribe of Manasseh lived, there were 120,000 troops armed with every kind of weapon. All these men came in battle array to Hebron with a single purpose of making David the king over all Israel. In fact, everyone in Israel agreed that David should be their king. They feasted and drank with David for three days for preparations had been made by their relatives for their arrival. And people from as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali brought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. Vast supplies of flour, fig cakes, clusters of raisins, wine, olive oil, cattle, sheep, and goats were brought to the celebration. Let's party. There was great joy throughout the land of Israel. And that's chapter 12 of First Chronicles. Realize when it's time to defect. I remember many movies and TV shows of the 60s and 80s that depicted dramatic stories of people defecting from communist countries. They saw that living conditions in their homeland were becoming unbearable and they had no choice but to leave. They left everything they knew to go elsewhere where they could be free. Furthermore, they recognized corrupt, even insane leaders. Their eyes were opened on you Are your eyes opened or are you purposefully ignoring what's going on because it's too ugly? Why did Saul's men defect? Well, these men were well trained military men. They realized first that King Saul's mental capacity had deteriorated, that they realized that Saul's approval rating was way below 39%, that they realized that David was innocent and never did anything wrong, and he was a better leader. And they also realized that God was on David's side. It was obvious to the men that Saul was mentally incapacitated. God's favor had left him. Your God helps you. That's what what one of Saul's men said to David when he defected. He, along with many others, came to the realization that it was time to switch sides. It was obvious. It made sense. And they were blessed. Why I defected from the Democrat Party? Once upon a time, I was a Democrat. My parents were so I was, and you can read about the details in another article I wrote on um, uh, on my um, defection from the Democratic Party, why I did, and specifically when it happened and so forth. Um, And I'll be doing, I'll be updating a podcast on that. Moreover, it wasn't until I was born again that the Holy Spirit convicted me and opened my eyes to the truth. I defected and I haven't looked back. Today was primary day in several states. November 2022 will be a very big deal to see how many folks defect. My prayer is that God gives both our current leaders and the ones coming in an understanding of the times and to know what ought to be done. This is not a time to be close-minded. This is not the time to ignore what's really going on. Furthermore, it's certainly not the time to stay home and not vote. Pray before you vote. Honestly and sincerely humble yourself before God and ask him who you should choose. Find joy. The last verse in this chapter says it all. There was great joy throughout the land of Israel. Great joy. Imagine that. Is there great joy in America right now? not unless you have the joy of the Lord in your heart. See, I would be depressed, stressed, anxious, worried, angry, etc. but I'm not. I have the joy of the Lord. It's a joy that's given to all born-again believers. It's part of the fruit of the Spirit. I have joy because I have the truth of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. That's Jesus Paul wrote in Galatians five nineteen, starting in 19 when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear sexual immorality impurity lustful pleasures idolatry sorcery hostility quarreling jealousy outbursts of anger selfish ambition dissension division division envy drunkenness wild parties and other sins like these and let me tell you again as i have before that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of god you will be in. period verse 22 but the holy spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control There is no law against these things. The question is, if you call yourself a Christian, it's time to call on the Holy Spirit and ask God to help you see the truth. Not somebody's made up or twisted truth, but God's truth. When you do, you'll find his joy, a joy that no one or nothing in this weary, evil world can ever give or take away. What are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, How to Know Jesus. The link is up in the upper right-hand corner. And in the bottom of today's blog, I have um, embedded in two very upbeat songs. One's called The Joy of the Lord, and the other one is Child of Love. And that's just it. They're joyous songs because that's, we, we praise the Lord because we feel the joy. We have hope, a hope that's not found in this world, a joy that is not found in this world, a peace that's not found in this world. their glory gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well meaning friend told me to get a King James version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thou's and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian book distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. <music> friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.